welcome back. We're speaking today with Dave Markowitz. Dave is a medical intuitive healer and the author of Healing with Source, a spiritual guide to mind-body medicine. He's been written about on ABC News and hosted his own call-in talk show, Mind Body Connections, which was the most listened show, I understand, on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Dave has been studying alternative medicine for almost 20 years, and he trained in multiple disciplines, including traditional Chinese medicine, applied kinesiology, qigong, and therapeutic touch. So Dave, how and when did you shift from being a practitioner of these healing modalities to becoming a medical intuitive? What a question. <laughs> it's, it, was, um, it wasn't an overnight shift, I can tell you that much. It was, uh, I think I went kicking and screaming. Um, like most of your readers, probably, I got very fed up with Western medicine. And I knew there was something else out there, but just had no idea what it was. And through a variety of error and trial, um, saw there was a lot more out there. And the intuitive part happened when I was doing massage therapy when I was working on someone and she asked what I was doing. And I said, well, this is cross-fiber friction on your trapezius. And she said, no, 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 what are you doing? And I thought she meant something about Chinese medicine, so I explained that point of view. And she said, no, no, what are you doing? I'm seeing a picture of my mother. <laughs> so I didn't really believe in these kind of things. They did mention it in, in massage therapy school, um, but I, I just didn't pay attention. It didn't make any sense, you know transference and energy and all these things if you know, I just didn't have the consciousness around that quite yet um, but it was a good wake up call that there was more out there and the more people would talk about these things and I just you know through a variety of um, many different things somehow ended up <laughs> in Portland as a medical intuitive <laughs> I understand that um, part of what enabled you to access this space was a kind of a, almost an internship doing intensive meditation. Do you think that that's a kind of a requirement of shifting into that intuitive space? Well, I can't say anything's a requirement, but it helps. And it just makes sense, really, even if you think about it on a physical level. If your mind is filled with thoughts and more thoughts and more thoughts, it's difficult to hear or feel what else is out there, and that's with other people or spirit world. So as we quiet our mind, we're more able to hear what else is out there. Uh, that just makes sense, I think, even in a very linear, almost tangible way. Mm -hmm. um, and most mystics and spiritual teachers will recommend meditation, uh, although it can look very different for a lot of different people. Um, it's certainly not limited to um, going up on a hill, you know, to mm -hmm. bed somewhere, wearing robes. Um, and that's fine if that's your thing, but uh, if you really want to see what's working, you know, try to meditate in the middle of Times Square. If you can do that, <laughs> you're doing all right. <laughs> Dave, what do you believe causes pain and illness? Well, there are, it's a really wide answer to that, but uh, what I focus on is the emotional aspects of it. Um, it's not to disregard physical aspects. You know, if someone falls, we mm -hmm, treat the mm -hmm. physical body uh, with physical methods, a doctor, whatever it might be. Um, is, in my experience, most of the things that people come to me for, there are an emotional 
uh, mental, psychological, spiritual elements. And when those things are not addressed, for example, the energy of grief, it's really pervasive in our society and certainly in, our, in ourselves. Um, a lot of us feel it from day one. And it stays in the body until we purge it. And we're not really taught how to purge it or even that it's okay to purge it. Um, you know, certainly many boys here don't, you know, big boys don't cry and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. something similar for women perhaps. Um, we're not, as a society in general, encouraged to feel our emotions. And that, the emotions are energy. And they stay in the body until we process them and purge them naturally. And when they stay in the body, they cause blockages. And the blockages manifest and it could be anything. Uh, and, and this has been known in traditional Chinese medicine for 5,000 years. I'm not, you know, spewing anything so radical and new. Um, what I've also seen is when we address those things on those levels, the physical problems tend to go away. When almost, you know, the initial reaction is kind of like, well, if you're not treating the physical, how can the physical change? Well, physical is made up of energy. So when we address the energy of it, the energy of the emotions, whatever that might be, purge that either passively or actively, then we can have what I believe is true permanent healing. And how do you actually address it as a healer? What is your role? Um, space holder. Mm -hmm. you know, a couple of years ago, I might have really left at that phrase. Uh, I still kind of chuckle at it. <laughs> <laughs> but what I've found that it means is if I can be present, fully present with someone, not thinking about what I need to do tomorrow or even after that session, can really be fully present with someone and they can feel safe and I can be in a complete space of non-judgment complete unconditional love something shifts energetically and people feel that on a very deep level and it allows people to emote and to go deeper into places that don't get accessed when someone's judging or criticizing mm -hmm. um, often just by holding the space people come up to, with their own answers I don't even need to use intuitive methods or sometimes if I do know it and I don't feel that it's my place to really tell them what's going on, I guide them to their truth. So I'm not putting words in their mouth. I'm creating a space to let them feel free to access what's within them. And it does, it, it does wonders. So you're suggesting that the individual has the central role in his or her own healing. I would say so, yeah. I, I, I think it's the practitioner, client, if you want to use those words, and what I call source energy. Um, without all three of those, the healing at the true deep level to me is very difficult. Uh, I'm open to being wrong, but that's just been my experience. You describe in your book the five steps to health. Um, can you kind of quickly enumerate them, and is one more important than another? Well, the five steps, none of them are really, again, none of them are really new and dramatic. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, when they're done in that sequence that's in the book, um, the results can be dramatic. Mm -hmm. I don't know if one is more important. Maybe as you go down the line, you know, if you don't do the one prior, then you can see which one is most important. Uh, it's a sequence. <laughs> the first step is awareness. Mm -hmm. And that should make sense to anybody without being fully aware of what's going on on the underlying levels. Healing is very difficult. The second step is acceptance, which is exactly what the word says. Um, it, some might use the word acknowledgement because acceptance sometimes has an energy of finality to it. But I explain in the book that it's not the case. Acceptance is more of kind of owning 
what's going on in your mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. taking responsibility. And certainly the opposite would be to be in the should be, shouldn't be realm, which is uh, just the opposite of acceptance. Sometimes it's easier to define something by what it isn't than what it is, so that would be that. The third step is seeing things as an opportunity, whereas um, many might see something as a burden. In fact, if two people are given the exact same assignment, one might think of it as a burden, one might think of it as an opportunity. The latter is going to be more healthy, nine times out of ten, if sure. not more. Um, the fourth step is gratitude. And that doesn't mean to be specifically thankful for your illness, but thankful for the, at least the lesson and the awareness that something is, has gone awry. You're now aware of what it is. And the fifth step is forgiveness. Mm-hmm. This sounds a lot of, uh, like Ho'oponopono, doesn't it? Um, it's a little bit longer than just the yeah, phrases. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but the ideas are pretty similar. Sure. Yeah. Now, you, you say the first step is awareness, and that, that could actually be the most difficult one because so many of us have repressed emotions and, and things that we don't want to look at. Um, how do you help people actually become aware or release these repressed emotions? Well, that, that's the two different questions. Mm-hmm. You know, to become aware, and everyone... Is, uh, I hate using the word guilty, but I'll just use it for a moment <laughs> and use it lightly. Uh, everyone is guilty to some degree of not being able to see everything. In Kabbalah, we talk about uh, we live as if there are blinders on. Um, so we're unable to see what's out there and what's out there. And that's just part of human nature, part of the ego. Um, so it's important, to me at least, I've seen it's really important to have someone else, someone that you trust especially, to say you got this over here. You got this over here. Mm-hmm. Bring that into the field of awareness and look at it. Uh, you can't heal what's in the dark. So mm-hmm. you bring it into the light and become aware of it. So that that goes back to your role as the space holder. Yeah, uh, or the intuitive part, at least mm-hmm. that part where um, you know I have to intuit what's going on in the person without uh-huh. much about their life. You know, I can hear or feel or see depending. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what actually caused it? Sometimes, very specifically, um, you know. Sometimes I'll hear, and you know, four years ago, this person had a big fight with their spouse, and forgiveness hasn't really taken effect. And sometimes I can hear it down to the data what the, what the disagreement was about, you know. And when the person's open, it's probably it's over probably ninety percent accuracy, if not more. Uh, if they're really open, I, I can really hear things very deeply. So that's again what you were saying about the client being a big part mm-hmm. of it. And if they come in all closed and say, you know, and scared, you know, scared, and, mm-hmm. and it's okay to be scared, but even with that, to work with it and go into it perhaps somehow, and somehow learn to open, and then I can I can read it like a book. Wow. Anybody can do it. I'm not that special. Okay. You know, it just like anything else, it takes training. Mm-hmm. Uh, some might get it very quickly, and that's great. Some might take a little bit longer, and that's great too. We'll have our path, whatever it might be. And do you actually train people on this? Um, I have not done so specifically. I've taught different classes um, that have different aspects of what I do, but I have mm-hmm. yet to put a full program together. Uh, it's hard to put two decades worth of work into a yeah. weekend, but uh, I'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a week or a month, who knows? Um, you know, spirit knows. I'll just follow the bouncing ball. <laughs> I don't need to know. It's very relieving when I can remember that. I just want to mention to the listener that um, Dave has a wonderful sense of humor that comes out in his book all the time. 
So, um, you know, one of the things you talked about in your book, uh, in the context of diet, was avoiding the mindset of limitation. Don't say no to, to things like food. I really liked that. Can you expand on that? Sure. The, the energy that you do anything with, likewise the intention of what you're doing, is more important than what you're actually doing. Um, sometimes even just a word can be a real trigger for someone, but if it's said with love, it won't be that much of a trigger. So the mindset of limitation is exactly what you said. No, none of this, no that, no this, no that. And hearing that is actually very closing energetically. Mm -hmm. Whereas I would focus on what you can do. Uh, if for a diet, for example, if someone is a vegetarian, instead of them saying, uh, I don't eat meat or fish, I eat a lot of vegetables. Mm -hmm. And just the energy behind that, you know, when I work with people uh, with that, I have them say both. In fact, you can say it right now, whatever you're saying no to, and then whatever you're saying yes to, mm -hmm. um, the yes will have a higher vibration. Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of attraction, everything about new age quantum physics says the higher the vibration, the healthier you're going to be. So the mindset of no, the limiting, the limited mindset, I, I think is a detriment to, to being in good health. You actually relate uh, healing to spiritual growth, don't you? Completely. Yeah, <laughs> because if I can intuit that someone, for example, that has a lot of anger at a parent in their body, and many do, mm -hmm. and that's okay, I'm not here to judge them, I'm here to bring it to awareness, um, getting through that anger is a good part of spiritual growth. Spiritual growth encompasses those five steps that we spoke about, it encompasses truly understanding that a parent, in this case, um, was probably doing the best thing they thought they could do in that moment, but the five-year-old mind doesn't want to see that. Sometimes we still have that five-year-old mind running our life. Mm -hmm. you know, in, in Western medicine, they call it the, the inner child. Mm -hmm. you know, if the inner child is running your life, you know, it kind of makes sense that things are not going to be flowing the way you'd like them to be. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. You have a great slogan in your book. You say, pull out the weeds and plant new seeds. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Well, I've seen, it's kind of a way of saying to avoid the band-aid approach. You know, an interesting analogy recently with the Gulf oil spill, you know, people were concerned about, you know, um, cleaning up what had been spilled already. And that makes sense, that should be done. But if we didn't get to the actual source of it mm -hmm. and plug that up, then it's still being fed. So a very similar thing in the healing, it's a matter of purging what's old and stacking it in the body and then planting new seeds of higher awareness spiritual growth work uh, in your, into your way of being, into everything that you do, ideally. Mm -hmm. Tell us about the symbol on the cover of your book. Um, this was uh, channeled by an artist named Janet Christenfeld in New York. And I had gotten a message that she'd be uh, doing that for me, um, having not spoken to her. I got that message intuitively, and I contacted her the next day, and she said, oh, you're the one that I've been drawing this for? <laughs> she couldn't even finish drawing it because the energy was so high that it took her much longer than most of her symbols. She has a lot of symbols, and a lot of them are very beautiful. Um, her information is on my website and in my book also. Mm -hmm. um, so the first workshop I did with that, I handed the symbols out to people, but I didn't have them even look at it. I just had them hold it and went around the room asked people what they felt, and everyone had something different to say, but it was all very positive. 
and then I asked them to look at it, and again, everyone had different interpretations, but again, it was all positive. And um, there's actually a cutout of that symbol in the back of the book that you can use to help your healing process. And of course, the instructions are in the book. That would be kind of wrong to not do that. But, um, so it's, it's, it can be really powerful, and what they did at Findorn, the artists there, to put that background um, around it, I just think it really brings it out, so I'm very happy with that. What is your hope for how people will use this book? Not firewood. <laughs> Beyond um, that. <laughs> you know, people are going to get out of it what they need to. I just hope they get something out of it. Uh, everything I've heard back so far has been very positive. Um, there's a lot of information in a very small, short, relatively I can certainly short. attest to that. <laughs> okay, yeah. thanks. Um, you know, a lot of what I've learned, I don't know, I can say everything, but a lot of what I've learned in the last decade plus, almost two decades now, is in 170-something pages. Um, so each page is pretty succinct and power-packed. Um, you know, what people get out of it, I hope, you know, it's for their best good, their highest interests. Uh, ideally, you know, let's all become enlightened tomorrow and have a big party. <laughs> I don't know if we can get the book in everyone's hands and have everybody read it by tomorrow, but, you know, um, I think at minimum there'll be a number of aha moments mm-hmm. for anybody. And that includes, the, the, you know, everything from the novice to the advanced quantum physicist or even energy healers. There are things that came through me when I was writing that that at the time I was kind of like, I have no business knowing this, you know? <laughs> it's just some really deep, what I now call truths. Of course, the word truth is relative to each person and their version of reality, but um, things were coming through that I had no experience with, or even maybe very little, um, that needed to be in there. So there were aha moments for me, even after all the work that I have done. Not that there aren't a whole lot of aha moments left. I hope there are <laughs> a lot more left for me. But uh, even people that have been on the path and doing the similar kind of work for a long time have come back and said they've, you know, when you put this on this page, wow, everything changed. And, you know, it's, it's really great to hear that. I'm, I'm very blessed and very lucky. Well, it's like, I think it's an important piece of the, the puzzle that is being put together at this time. So thank you very much for this book. Dave, where can people go to learn more about you and to, or to connect with you? Best thing to do is go to my website. It's my name, www.davedavemarkowitz.com. And um, everything is there, contact information, uh, rates, and private sessions, group sessions. I do, I do weekly groups here in Portland now, which I think have been the most fun that I've had in a long time. We, we go really deep in a very intimate and yet short period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, people really have major, major transformations in short periods of time working in groups. I found the energy of con- uh, consistency and support to be tremendous in solidifying all the concepts that are in the book. And, and mm-hmm. that makes sense. Anything that you're doing, consistency, absolutely, you have to have it, right? You can't learn a language by, with a weekend and be fluent. Mm-hmm. And support is only recently getting the support that it needs, okay? <laughs> or the awareness that how powerful it is to have a group of people around that, even if they're not related to exactly what you're talking about, can at least show some sort of support. And I've found that the people who show the most support in the groups actually transform the most also. 
That's really amazing. So it's a real two-way street there. So um, I love doing the groups. I, I'm actually I'll be traveling, doing you know, big groups on weekends and weeks, maybe months away, who knows. Um, but that's all to answer your question on the website. My name is DaveMarkowitz.com. Well, that's great. This, this really is a time for coming together and uh, a forerunner of what I hope will be uh, a real gathering of the community. So I would like to thank you for being with us today, Dave. It's been thank a pleasure. You. Dave Markowitz, the author of Healing with Source, a spiritual guide to mind-body medicine, and his website, DaveMarkowitz.com. Thank you again. This is Miriam Knight from the New Consciousness Review saying, join us next time. Goodbye. Thank you.